Well, so I was, yeah, getting my my Sherpas together for a climb, and so I before before I had booked all these shows and I had to listen to a bunch of books, I uh, I started into Portrait actually. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a great book. I I read it again. I just went to Dublin when was that, last year, I guess, and I read it again when I was there. Um, it's still a great book. So the interesting thing about I think are there a lot of local politics in that one? Um, yes, yeah, some. Um, it's. Would you say there's more in Ulysses or the uh, portrait? Um, I I'd say about the same. Like that's a thing, and even in Finnegan's Wake, you know, like a, he, that's a thing with Joyce. Maybe this relates to what you were saying before about that guy. He. He just brings details like that, um, usually from I- Ireland, Irish history, um, or Dublin, Dublin history even, and ties them into the story and makes them kind of mythic in a way because the way he ties them in. Um, so you hear the story of Parnell all the time throughout his stuff. Um, so. Yeah, I, you get to the point. If you if you get really into to Joyce, you just um, you can find out those things pretty easily, and then it just it, it's just like a repeating pattern or something that comes up. Um, so it's not it's it's not it's not as off putting. Um, so I, I'm, <laughs> I I hope that works with my own book too. Like all these uh, all the details of all these websites and stuff, and and it's. In in uh, in fifty years, when people read it, they'll be like, "What what is this?" And the, the, it'll be meaningless. But if if it if it becomes a symbol, then uh, then it's it'll be okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I guess that's what everybody wants. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well. <laughs> right. Uh... Like that's what that's what dates a book. Um, if it's just some facts that have they're just facts for the sake of facts and outside of that particular time it's just um they have no meaning they have no relevance anymore um but if the facts are actually turned into symbols um then they continue on even though they're they're dated so called you know there's still they exist as symbols that people can relate to right if it's a local problem that's actually universal like a universal condition yeah yeah see this book um yeah of course it's said in the like world war 1 to maybe into the 30s you know but it doesn't um it doesn't seem to be too dated, you know. Uh, like it still seems pretty fresh. Um, like maybe, like you're saying, the... But uh, that's what I was trying to say. So like uh, like if you think about culture, how it, like it, it went, you know, through the 20s and then the 40s and the 50s. And I think like maybe in the 40s and the 50s, things got really conservative. Hmm. And then, yeah. uh, and and then, uh, you know, the the counterculture in the '60s. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. 
Yeah, well, you read you read Ginsburg, and I know like a lot of people hate on Ginsburg now too, right? But uh, um, you read what he describes, yeah, in the late in the late forties and into the fifties, and it's just yeah, it's a pretty dark, bleak time. It's only him and his friends who are really <laughs> pushing the weirdos, the, right? You know? But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, so like there, I think it's. The Dharma Bums and On the Road are just uh, like really fun, you know, like kind of flying by the seat of your pants. Mm. Because the way that Kerouac writes that is that, you know, here's this person and they're like really interesting and you should know about them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what like, Ginsburg describes um, Kerouac's writing as heroic and it. It is, you know, like, it, um, and the heroic side to it is is the way that he he says yes to life in in the same way that Joyce is doing it, you know, like, and, and so maybe what that guy said about comparing um, PKD and in, in uh, Joyce is is right in a way, like you don't get the same yes throughout um, Dick as you do with Joyce or Kerouac. Um, yeah, like in, 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 Dick is saying really, yes to the life to come. You know, like this life is broken, kind of. Yeah, li- yeah, yes, yes to escape from this. You know, um, but that, that's why I kind of like this book too, like the journey to the end of the night. Like it's a lot of no, 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 all the way through. But it's like a, it's 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 affirmative in its no. You know, um, like it's kind of. Uh, like a Nietzschean no, <laughs> you know, which is also a yes. Uh, so you, even to be able to write like that is kind of affirmative. Um, although, I don't know, I said the same thing about uh, William Gass in the tunnel. Like, uh, But uh, with the tunnel, it's a bit different. It's, um, I think Gass, he structures Kohler's character so that writing and literature is the one thing that shines in his life, you know, almost. So of course that does, it does shine, you know, it's, and it's, it's beautiful, but so maybe that's a, that's a little bit different. So, uh, I mean, we're just kind of following the flow and these things are, coming Mm -hmm. together right so um yeah i mean i am not really aware of this guy and so i'm happy that we read this i'm curious are you feeling any pulls in any direction or anything for the next stuff yeah uh yeah n- yeah not I mean so I not, say things in in the moment and then I wonder I mean I always love it when other people um say oh this is what we should do cuz then it's like oh we don't have to choose Yeah there's a couple th- yeah me too like I'd rather have somebody else Say something as long as I have the book. Well, so um, right, so like the, when Dennis was so vocal about Warlock for a little bit, like that would be a really off the wall 
choice. I know that I think I've, I've read that it's it's quite good, but it's like a it's a western. Like it is fully a western. Yeah, except it it um, uh, Pynchon and his friends made it into a uh, a secret society almost. <laughs> like that, and that that's weird enough. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be into that book if if that's the thing. Like if 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 somebody else wants to join, I I. Uh, or go with whatever they decide, as long as I have the book. Um, so, so like, um, like Alan was saying, uh, Percival, he he might be into that. Which, which... is interesting because I was like really into that, and now I'm like, is that really where, where the wind is blowing? Mm. So that yeah, that's um, well, it's a possibility if if he. He really would like to do that. Exactly. Um, so, and I think, yeah, it'd be then, fine uh, holding him to that. And then Alex said he'd read the recognitions again, which I haven't read, which, which I've got. Uh, well, now, like, I think that definitely is like a modernist book, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know much about it. Like, there's definitely that fits with. Um, with everybody, with everything else, like a, uh, um, definitely with gas and the fact that Gaddis was, Gaddis was actually in um, Subterraneans by Kerouac, you know, <laughs> uh, so that that works too. That that would actually be. Interesting. I, I guess... Uh, like, it's a giant book. Does it take... How long does it take to read it? It takes a while. I felt like it was... I don't know if we did that before or after Ulysses. Oh, it must have been before, because it was before I started to to do it. Huh. It... There are a lot of different scenes and things, and it's also hard to keep track of, and it also feels like there's a lot of conversations going on. Yeah, that's what I'm just flipping through. It looks like a lot of conversation, which usually goes quicker reading it than dense I think prose. What I was saying is that it might... So because it's being read to you and the guy is doing a different voice for the different people... It's mm -hmm. a little bit of a cheat, so like we don't have to figure out who's talking. Whereas oh, yeah. if you're reading, you know, you have to. If I don't, because it's just these conversations that you're being dropped into, and a lot of the characters blend together. Mm -hmm. But I think it's it's definitely like a definitely like a United States kind of New York book and in a, a certain time and place too and I don't remember what the time and place is it might be like in the 40s yeah yeah and parts of the book are really compelling and um, parts are less compelling <laughs> You know, like, yeah, so I... like you're just holding on for dear life. It's like, I don't know if I really know what's going on. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, so that, that I, I would be into that. I, I would do that. Um, if, uh, if we could get Alex. Yeah, I don't know. Since... Where did that? Um, like on my shelf, I've got some other books I haven't read yet. Like you, you mentioned Kafka today, which would be interesting. We haven't done that. We haven't done, and we haven't done any Russians at all either. Yeah, like that's another huge influence on the on the beats is uh, Dostoevsky, especially The Idiot, um, which might be an interesting one, or uh, um, like Ralph Ellison. Or, yeah. Or under the volcano. Have you read that one? No. That's uh, it's a pretty big one that comes up a lot. Have Have you ever heard of Robert Musell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he writes. I I haven't read it. Um, he writes a kind of uh, version of. It's not a version, like it's it's his response to Ulysses. The same kind of idea, like uh, it all happens, whatever this novel is I'm thinking, all happens in the same uh, the same day, um, as same as in U- Ulysses. The Man Without Qualities, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that might be an interesting one to, but that's that's like a, Unfinished modernist novel in in three volumes. <laughs> uh, yeah, hard one. Um, yeah, something like that would be possible. Well, so also... it's it's fascinating because like I, you know, there's different kinds of readers, out you know. So like we definitely like to read hard books, or what what's considered like difficult books but then i also like to read like the mainstream stuff too Mm -hmm. and for the most part uh, i would say it's like three to one women who are writing the books that are being read these days yeah yeah why is that i i just i don't know that people go to college anymore and women can finish <laughs> maybe so like you go to colleges i think they're they're just there's more there's more females going to school mm, mm, mm. but like and 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 you think like the books that get published are all coming out of what like, but the other thing creative, is the readership readership is just women read books whereas men don't read books as much anymore. Mm, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that part in your uh, interview with um, uh, Professor Morrissey, whoever, um, and he's saying, like, like how old is he? Like, he's in his sixties, I guess, or something. And he's saying, back when he was younger, people did read books together, and they went to like poetry readings together, and people were excited about poetry and excited about literature and discussing ideas wait you need to listen to the one that i did that i posted yesterday because like what he was saying was that uh you know gas is writing 
the tunnel for people who still think literature is the center of like these elites who think literature is the center of the cultural life. And mm. then he's trying to purpose, purposefully alienate them. Alienate <laughs> the people who <laughs> the, think could, the, Yeah, or? right. You know, uh. so like he's, he's, he's being a pr provocative, you know, like, He's alienating oh, <laughs> <laughs> And so it's like, wow, that was such a great take, you know, as far as like, uh, I, I don't know. I would guess, did Ted, Ted say how old he was? He, he, oh, he so did, he's I born thought, in 1962. Yeah. Is, I just, yeah. so he's the same age as uh, David Foster Wallace. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, when when you put it like that it doesn't seem so old. But yeah. because David died young, I never thought David Oh. I mean, I mean, I Have I you ever read Jonathan that. Franzen? No, no, no. No, uh, just his intro, I guess, uh, or, or just his his stuff on David Foster Wallace or like essays or whatever. Cuz apparently hmm. he just created a dust-up in uh in the writing world because on amazon there was like a, a placeholder for his new his new book which is a three volume book uh -huh. <laughs> you know where it's like a oh i should look at it well so what was the problem just just oh every he's or... everyone hates on jonathan franson anymore <laughs> i think because he's just <laughs> Like an old white guy, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, here's another book. I'll drop this in. This is a book that I want to read at some point, too. Have you heard of this one? Zettel's Trom or Bottom's Dream? Oh, maybe. it Was David actually talking about this one? I don't ever remember David talking about it, but he, possibly. Um, it's just been translated in 2016 into English, so it's uh, <laughs> 1,496 pages, 13 pounds. It's it's like a massive book. Like it, it. Uh, I'm okay with uh, with lots of pages, so well, long as I is, don't hate is, it. Because once I start hating on it, then then I just get really angry. <laughs> <laughs> this one has uh, three columns in it, and then it's it's massive. Like it's it's folio format, which is how big is a folio? Like a like a kind of like um, coffee table size book or something. Uh, Fifteen inches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is a giant, giant book, um, but it's supposed to be very interesting. Yeah, published, uh, started it in 63. The guy finished it in, um, this is Arno, Arno Schmidt, finished it in 1970, and it's only now been, like it's only 2016, it's been translated into English. So th again, this is like another, uh, another, uh, Terma that's been opened, you know, like the uh, <laughs> the new turning of the wheel 
but uh, I, it might be too much. Like it might be too much. Even like certain books like that. I have um, Jung's Red Book. I I got I I got that right. I got it as a Christmas present actually, right after they put it out in 2011. And uh, it's massive. Like, have you seen? Have you, do you have the actual book? Like, I, I was given it too, and I think it's so big that you tuck it away and then you forget about it. Yeah, it's hard to read it. You know, like it's almost like you can't find a place to read it in. Um, so I, I've read um, parts of it here and there, but I can't. I can't sit down anywhere and actually, like, I couldn't bring that on the train. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, certain books are just uh, physically almost impossible to read. So there is a reader's edition of of uh, the Red Book, which I'd almost like to get. Yeah, how could that be? <laughs> I can't find Zettel's. I can't find that one. I uh, um I put it. In, um. Arno Arno Schmidt. I put it into chat. I put a link in the chat. Didn't oh yeah, I guess you did the heavy lifting for me, and now I'm trying to. Um, but yeah, it's probably one of the most difficult out there that we could uh, look at. Apparently, it's not as difficult as Finnegan's Wake. So, it's that. Um. Yeah, they don't have it at Amazon. It's not there? It's not in Amazon? They have a German edition. Let me click on your link and see. I thought I saw it on Amazon. I was about to buy it. Um, yeah, it's here. It's... um. <laughs> It's hardcover though. It's uh, two hundred and eighty-five dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it might take a while for us to get it. Yeah. Well, it does seem like we're starting to dip into wars, though. Maybe I don't know. Um, have you ever done Catch Twenty Two? Oh, a long time ago, like when I was in high school, I read that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Gravity's Rainbow, which is a way different pension book. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, I was going to read this to you. So uh, the Franson is called Crossroads, a novel. A Key to All Mythologies, Volume 1. And so there's three volumes. It's December 23rd, 1971, and the Hildebrand family is at a crossroads. And so he always writes these, like, almost like Russian family. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's always a, a big family story that he's, he's writing about. Um, and I've read... I think I did... The corrections, which I really enjoyed, and then his his next one was called Freedom, and it was it was bigger. It was like bigger, and then the one after that, I I, I don't think I read. It's called Purity. Hmm. Uh, 
And so, yeah. like, that, that's, I guess that was the point is, like, um, what, what is, what is the, what is the book accomplishing, whether or not it's just, um, like, bubblegum? You know, it's like, stories are great, we need stories, and it, really good stories are very important. Mm-hmm. You know, like, especially well-crafted, well-plotted stories, but then is, is the book doing anything more than just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know well the, yeah that's a thing like is it is it is it art in the sense that it's a uh, it's changing our perception like um that's that's always the the big question um yeah here's another one uh i think we talked about this the making of americans by uh by gertrude stein That's another massive one. That's um. Well, you know, uh, I, I I like the idea of either trying to get Alan or Alex involved, or anybody. Yeah, if anybody has uh, ideas. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, to just see if if anyone was feeling anything. It's it's funny. Uh, every now and again, I just Google synchronicity and the different, you know, like just to see if any new synchronicity books are out. Mm. And this physicist just wrote a book about synchronicity. And so I'm like, yeah, I, I'll talk to this guy. And so I sent him an email, and uh, and he's like, I don't think my book is about what you think it's about. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, I like I like science. Uh, he's like, why don't you read my book and then get back to me, and, and maybe we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's he's... So there's history involved with Jung and, and Wolfgang Pauli, but I don't. I think it's more of a a physicist's look at the history of the science around that time, and so that's that's what what's next for me. That that could be good though. That be it. It'll be fun. I'll enjoy that. Um, Oh, so it is set up. So you are you are reading it, and uh, he's gonna do it. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, uh, yeah. So did did each of those three um, uh, uh, Gassians like our our talk? Uh, uh, the uh, Morrissey said he did. Yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing about all the gas stuff is that it's just putting my putting our tentacles out into the world just more and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So every time we do something, Catherine Gas likes it, and some of these <laughs> other gas fans come out of the woodwork too. <laughs> 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 but then each of these different p- 
people so it's not just gas that i'm talking about with them because like uh like with the one who wrote the new york times article you know he he wrote this great bio on on heinlein and l ron hubbard and um uh who's the other guy isaac asimov because they all were crafted by this this uh editor campbell mm-hmm. um and the the bio that he's working on now is buckminster fuller and so like it's it seems like uh it's half tunnel and then I, I get to taste their world which is always so that's what's kind of fun is like if i have to it's like here's here's a show and now here's a book that i didn't know about but uh, i'll read it and see what it's all about and so yeah, yeah that's fun well that's great that um they respond like it's <laughs> it's big enough now that they respond <laughs> Some people say yes, yeah, it's it's fun. There's another there's another gas guy out there too, um, that said yes. So there there should be one more tunnel show in me. Uh, you you become an expert yourself. <laughs> well, right, because I've done interviews on the tunnel. Yeah, it's like, but I'm not. I'm just I'm just the clearinghouse man. I don't know anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, but. I don't know. For some reason, I'm. My thread has brought me to Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. There's a couple. There's a couple people that I want to try and get interviews with. I'll see if they say yes. I'm, I'm um, a little doubtful, but. About what? About the the history of Silicon Valley? No. Or? Oh, just uh, that's kind of where the thread was taking me and it reminded me of of a a book I liked earlier this year that I want to reach out. Mm. Well, there's a connection with um uh, Overstory in the Silicon Valley, of course, right? Like that's the, the oh, big yeah. the big connection there. So that that's interesting in that like uh we were talking about where that 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 is kind of like the kind of mainstream stuff that's mm-hmm. on the top of the charts, but then, you know, potentially can significantly, like there's so much more going on than just the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could jump to literature status or whatever. Yeah. Whatever that means. Right. Um, but yeah. That was probably the, the most the most controversial book we've had. <laughs> you can't base the system of government on some watery tart distributing swords. Yeah. <laughs> book on trees that was a, that, that broke us. <laughs> Well, I've had you for two hours here, two and a half hours. Um, yeah, yeah, we should, we should head out. I don't, I don't know how much the second part will be interesting for people. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> yeah, we kind of just got off in the weeds. I'm, I'm looking <laughs> forward to the panel of expert talk. Um, it's still bubbling along. Is there a date for that? Or? Uh, 
it's it's there's been a lot of back and forth um it, i was hoping for this upcoming weekend but i think it, it it's going to be the first uh saturday in december oh okay and who who's who's on you and alan or i for I sure think, i think i think all the yahoos are are involved I think they've got picked up more too along the way, and so we'll see when we actually get there what what it turns out to be. But um, that'd be fun. It 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 should be fun. I think I decided it was best to just dump you, so that um, you know everyone can just talk, like you know, like show their cards in the moment. Yeah, exactly. That's how I think too. Yeah, and so. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, you know, I will say your introduction was, you know, more difficult than when you get into the book proper. Mm. And so it it's not, your text is not dense or difficult to read. Um, yeah. And so, but it is still, you know, daunting to have the, the book you know, like when you're at the beginning and you're just reading along and it's like, oh my gosh, this book is so big. What the hell? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And that's from that's from you who kind of, you know, the background of it, I guess, you know. But uh, Well, so that that's a comment that I'll, I'm sure that I'm going to make, but um, your blog is so uh, visually stunning usually, right? Mm. But what I told Alan is I think the book is easier to read for me than the blog. There's something yeah. that the images make it more daunting to me than just the text, mm. which is bizarre. Yeah, I I like it just because I I don't like reading stuff on screen so much. So it, um, but I also liked it because it uh, it meshes together in a way that. It doesn't in the blog as much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so the... Let's see. So this... Um, some of the sections, like, I'm familiar with the stuff. Right? Uh, like the, the, con the spaghetti conspiracy stuff. Mm. Like that's not new information, but your perspective is interesting, and and you're shining a new light on things that I already know about. Um, and I I wanted to say this earlier. So like uh, when I first started reading it, that's probably why I was prompted to to you know read some Joyce, and I thought, well, I should read Portrait first, right? <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, but so I I was also listening to a uh, Joseph Campbell talk about Joyce and and you don't mention this in the book but ha have have you heard I'm sure you have that Joyce was thought of Ulysses Finnegan's Wake as part of his uh, Dante like um, what the hell is that comedy thing yeah, that that's a point Campbell makes. It, um, and and have you is that like unique to him? Yeah, I don't know if Joyce outright says that. You know, although that he was working on what would have been 
the and so it's an interesting way to think about like if Ulysses is hell that would make Finn Finnegan's uh, wake purgatory mm-hmm. and that the work that he was going to be working on that he he didn't complete because he died would have been just Campbell saying plain spoken and simple and it would have been you know the heaven portion of the yeah he also says it would, it would have been based at sea, you know, because Finnegan's Wake, that's where it ends. It's the river coming into the sea. And so, uh, yeah, Joseph Campbell said it would be a simple short book um, involving the sea somehow, um, which is possible, you know. But, but, uh, but if no one else is saying that, so that, that makes it suspect. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. It doesn't matter to me if it's suspect or not, you know, but the, like that's. Well, because it really clouds your reading if you think of, um, I can see why, like, one day in Dublin would be hell. Mm-hmm. But it's also heaven, too. Yeah. And so to just cast it as as hell would be, um, maybe do it a service. But, like... Uh, see, I, I, I sometimes read it as um, the portrait is hell, and then... Uh, Ulysses is purgatory, and then Finnegan's Wake takes us up to the Empyrean. <laughs> you know, but that's only my my take on it. Uh, but so there's something circular about Finnegan's Wake that leads me to believe that you're, it's kind of trapped. Uh, yeah, it's definitely yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Yeah, it's a it's a whole loop, um, but. Again, that's that's kind of that's kind of the thing about uh, yeah. To me, the, um, well, Philip K. Dick again. He talks about this in in um, the exegesis, right? It's like uh, the Buddhist take on samsara. Like samsara is a is a loop that keeps going forever and ever and ever, right? And so early Buddhism was all this. This idea and Gnosticism, although not, the Gnostics didn't say samsara, but like in the, in the Indian traditions, samsara, they tried to escape from it, and the and the idea of nirvana was, it's snuffing out samsara completely, right? But in the Mahayana tradition that comes up, samsara is nirvana, and nirvana is samsara, and so it's in this world is you free yourself just by that realization um, that we're already here, you know? Um, so I think that's what Joyce is doing, you know, even though it's a loop, it's like you you go through that loop and you make that final realization that, ah, it's here, you know? Yeah. Well, that's that's what I wanted to say, is that so the, the ichthyology chapter... Like, I was shocked that I didn't know that stuff. Like, what you were discovering. Mm. And so I I thought, like, oh my god, this could be... Like, that could be the book. Like, if you wanted to... I, I You need one through three to set up, four through eight, but, like... Uh, you know, it's like, I'm so glad this is in a book for that... Exp- you know that purpose alone mm, mm. so 
Yeah. Excellent. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you. Have, have you finished? Or... No. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. So I'm, I, uh, I just don't. I have no idea how long it takes people to read it, or how approachable it is, or anything like that. Well, um, so initially, after, after I got through chapter eight, and then I moved on to what amounts to what felt like this one-off chapter. It's like, oh, you know, it's like. But then I, I, I sensed the structure, how, you know, chapter 9 and 10 and 11 are all um, connected, mm. you know. It's, so it, it is, it, it, it's interesting because you get to, like, that's what I was coming to terms with. It's like whether or not, you know, what, does this make sense? you know, like as a, as a book or not. And I, I think the answer is yes, but it takes a little while to. Yeah. If it does, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a little bit unintentional. Like obviously when I'm, I'm writing all that stuff, it's like, uh, I think it's connected in my mind, but I'm not writing it as a book originally. Right. Right. Um, like I, I brought all those chapters together cohesively too, I guess, you know, but, uh, um, but yeah, it, that was a surprise to me to find out that it actually does work out. I think, um, especially the, the last McLuhan pieces, I think it's kind of the, uh, the great climax. of. Well, so that's what Alan is always, you know, because he's always coaching me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, so what? Well, because I, you know, I talk about because it's it's fun to talk about just the well, like uh, like some there are some images in the text, um, like and they're not the images that you used on your blog necessarily. Uh, there was a picture that I wanted to ask him about because in on page 103, a uh, lofty gate unfolds on the other side. Oh, yeah, this... he, he chose these images, yeah. So, oh yeah. Y yeah, and that's what that's what I thought, you know, because like he's, you know, so it's interesting because I I think what he's doing with the text could really annoy an author, but I, I, you know, to emphasize certain things. Mm -hmm. but yeah. Uh, when he first did that, that was a long time ago. Like when he, when he first, um, showed me how he was doing it with the emphasis in different fonts and stuff. I, at first I was kind of taken aback by, you know, I didn't... Well, because like, he's Whoa. making points. You know, like you're saying, here's a block of text, this is important. And he's saying, this line is really important, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so it's a, it's weird, but um, to me it just, it like, this is how I, I um, Alan and I talked about it afterwards. It's like, um, it just adds another layer of meaning to it. That's how I feel too, and that um, it sometimes if you have lots of so that was the thing that I said to him that you do have lots of 
like quotes, like chunks of text. Mm. And sometimes that can be really daunting because you're yeah. going back and forth between styles and things. But be, I, I don't, I don't sense that that's a problem when I read it. You know, there's something mm. about the layout. Um, but then I think you're just really selective too. You're picking, you know, applicable chunks. Yeah. Yeah. The quotes are intentional. Something that I haven't ever asked Alan about are when he does have these long underlined chunks. And I see Which, it. So it's just like a, there'll be, there'll be like a quote. And I think maybe what the underlines are communicating is that it's a part of a larger thing. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, so he does that with uh, like the Finnegan's Wake quotes, especially because um, he wants it all to line up exactly how it does in oh. Joyce's text, because um, he's really he's really kind of sensitive with this, right? But uh, because uh, I'm making the point in the book that. Joyce is maybe using acrostics, you know. I don't know if he is, you know. There's no, like, nobody else has said that, you know. But, uh, and so, so Alan is playing with that idea that, uh, okay, maybe he's doing that, so we've got to make, make it all line up, you know. Hmm. Um, so it's like, um, uh, like on page 284, uh, there's a quote from, Finnegan's Wake. This is the one on the one 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 of the Finnegan's Wake that may connect with Robert Anton Wilson, according to a couple bloggers. But if you look down the side, uh, it says "toe" <laughs> in acrostics because he's that's how it lines up in 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 the actual text. So it says "t o e" on the side on the right side. I don't see it. I see T. I see O E. Oh yeah, there it is. Duh. Um, so, who knows if Joyce is doing that or not? But he's he's very. I think he's very intentional about the number of pages in the book. I haven't heard good discussions on that from any other, like any Joyce scholars who've dug into that. But I I think he's very intentional about how how many pages he chooses for his books. Like in the original version of. Uh, Ulysses is 732 pages, and uh, he refers to that in Finnegan's Wake as being 732. So I think that's a significant number of pages that he chose, um, and probably with this one too, uh, with Finnegan's Wake as well. Um, so that, anyways, that's why that's why Alan is doing that. Okay, but, well, I but I mean, it, it it looks interesting too, though. It just it's part it works as part of the yeah I, I haven't ever asked him about that um yeah. yeah well anyway the picture that he chose it, on it, 103 is that the page i just said yeah yeah so there's a it's it's this guy's perspective and it looks like he's drawing the the room that he's in kind of yeah but there's there's this weird thing with his coat um oh it looks like a penis yeah. that's what i said Oh, weird. I never noticed that before. But it's not his. It's way too high. It's some other penis. Like, 
right? <laughs> what is this picture, right? Bizarre. But I just didn't know if, like, uh, like, you know, maybe a better printed one. You you have the detail to understand that that's his coat or something. That's really weird. I never noticed that before. I couldn't not see this. I'm like, what is that? Penis? It's gonna get a, a shadow on it. So it looks more like. <laughs> what is this picture? What is this picture anyway? So. Oh, it, oh! I thought uh, it was, looks like Escher, but it, I, I no, I, no. I, Alan explained it to me because I asked him. I'm like, "What is this picture?" And so, uh, apparently, uh, I don't know if it has anything to do with any of the things you're writing about. The guy who broke the sound barrier, his name is mm -hmm. Mock, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, Mock. And so, this is him, but Alan thought it was interesting. Because there's something, you know, he's associated with sound, but this is visual. Oh, interesting. He he described it better than I just ruined it. So, sorry. Cool. Yeah, I never asked him about. It. I I haven't asked him actually about why he chose. Like some of these, I can kind of guess. Um. But, and some of them I know, but uh, other ones I don't know. There's yeah. a weird. <laughs> There's one. Okay, here's a here's a weird thing too. Uh, I don't know what page it's on. This is inside information. Uh, there's a very strange picture. I don't know. I can't. I I don't know where it is. It's not on three hundred five, is it? It's not on what? Three hundred five. Three hundred five, possibly. It's just a. Uh, no, it's not. It's not one of Alan's pictures. It's a. It's a picture. Oh, here it is on one ninety two. So this could be the weirdest <laughs> thing. <ever. laughs> this picture um, ended up. Uh, it was on. It was on my original blog, I guess. You know, and when I was first taking off these essays from the blog I deleted all the pictures from from them because I just wanted the text but for some reason this one didn't get deleted and then it got sent to Alan and then it it just it just remained you know as, as something and so it's the only picture that has remained from the original blog um, like even the book of Kells stuff is on the original blog but that's intentional that uh, I think it was added afterwards, but this one just snuck itself in. What does Some it mean? Of... What does it mean? Yeah, it's I, it's it's like this. It's like a radical French. I don't even know if it's French. It's like a, these guys are wearing wooden shoes. Dutch with and Phrygian <laughs> hats. <laughs> <laughs> So, so there might be some hidden penises in this one too. <laughs> well, they'd be your penises, not Alan's penises. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did Alan say about that? When he didn't. That he didn't notice it. Like he, he hadn't noticed it. No. Yeah. Was he? Was he surprised by it? Well, so like I don't. I don't know if if it's if we were to see the image the way it's supposed to be, if it would look 
differently. <laughs> like, is this like low res? Well, I mean, it's a strange image to begin with because, you know, there's his mustache, there's his nose, and it's twisted up, and you can see his eyebrow and stuff, right? What? Uh, you can see his mustache and eyebrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, oh, it's, 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 all right. It's a peculiar picture you know but that it looks like because of the way the room is and stuff that he's like he's drawing himself <laughs> with the giant penis on his lap <laughs> bizarre that's what's coming out of the the other side of the, the lofty gate <laughs> <laughs> All right, wow. well, I need to go to bed. Okay, yeah, thanks, okay. Um, yeah, I'll uh, send emails and we'll we'll see where people land. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, well, hopefully. thanks for making me read this. Uh, I hate it less now oh, good. that we've spoken. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you should ask. If Lacey's got through half of it, uh, we should ask her at some point how she liked it, at least. We will. If we ever get her back on a call, we'll... I think she read part of the tunnel, too, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should get her back and listen. Okay. okay. Have a good night. You and too. see you again. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Mayor hides the crime rates, councilwoman hesitates, public gets irate, but forgets the vote dates, weatherman complaining, predicted sun it's raining, everyone's protesting, boyfriend keeps suggesting, you're not like all of the rest, garbage ain't collected, women ain't protected, politicians using People they're abusing, the mafia's getting bigger, like pollution in the river. And you tell me that this is where it's at. Woke out this morning with a lake in my head. I splashed on my clothes as I spilled out of bed. I opened the window to listen to the news. But all I heard was the establishment's blues. Gun sales are soaring. Housewives find life boring Divorce the only answer Smoking causes cancer This system's gonna fall soon To an angry young tune And that's a concrete co-fact The Pope digs population Freedom from taxation Teeny bops are uptight Drinking at a stoplight Miniskirt is flirting I can't stop so I'm hurting Spencer sells her hopeless chest Adultery plays the kitchen, bigot cops than fiction. The little man gets shafted, sons and money's drafted. Living by a timepiece, new war in the Far East. Can you pass the Rorschach test? It's a hassle, it's an educated guess. Well, frankly, I couldn't care less.